Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We are in for huge changes to WDB programming if their latest press release is to be believed. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Managing Editor, FightfulWrestling.com, Fightful.com. Click thumbs up on this video, subscribe, share our stuff. It really helps. Jeremy Lambert just rub, uh, published this article based on a report from Justin Barrasso, but WWE sent us a press release about this. Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman have been named the new executive directors of WWE Television. Here's the press release as it came from WWE, and then we'll disseminate the rest of the news accordingly. Quote, WWE today announced that it is named Paul Heyman as executive director of Monday Night Raw and Eric Bischoff as executive director of SmackDown Live. Newly created positions reporting directly to WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon. In their executive roles, Heyman and Bischoff will oversee the creative development of WWE's flagship programming and ensure integration across all platforms and line the business. Creation of these roles further establishes WWE's ability to continuously reinvent its global brand while providing two distinct creative processes for its flagship shows. With more than 30 years of experience in the sports entertainment industry, Heyman served as president of ECW from 1993 to 2001, securing pay-per-view distribution for the company as well as national cable television deal with TNN. After his time with ECW, Heyman joined WWE's creative team and is widely credited with helping launch the careers of many current and former WWE superstars. Bischoff is a former WCW president and New York Times bestselling author. During his WCW career, Bischoff oversaw the signing of some of the biggest names in sports entertainment and helped create and develop the NWO storyline. He was also instrumental in securing a television deal for WCW Monday Nitro on TNT. 
end quote. <laughs> the roles are reportedly full-time executive positions with no plans to be introduced on television as part of a storyline. I have reached out to wrestlers and I reached out to WWE and asked when these started, if it was immediately, and if it affected the wild card rule, as that would definitely uh, cause distinct creative differences between the brands. Now, I've heard back from three wrestlers so far, one of which wondered, why not Triple H? Seemed prime for that role. Another one sent a message back that simply said, it can't be worse. And another one said, Vince is still in charge. That should tell you everything you need to know. So uh, not a ton of optimism, definitely a little bit of curiosity. Uh, There's plenty of curiosity on my side. There's plenty of uh, optimism and and, and being a little pessimistic too. Heyman's been involved in the creative process for a long time. And while I really enjoy Eric Bischoff's podcast, I think it's one of the best in wrestling history. He was a part of Impact Wrestling when it wasn't so hot, and maybe he was just a consultant, whatever that may be, but uh, things were not good then. Things were not good towards the end of his WCW run. Things were good in WCW for several years under Eric Bischoff, and he has shown a willingness to change and adapt and that he enjoys modern-day wrestling. He said this week on his show, for the love of God. Paul Heyman is still very, very plugged in in that regard. He helps a lot of stars. Uh, But you have to wonder, ultimately, how much creative force will they have? That's why it's hard to judge this move. Is it it just a surface move? Will it really mean anything? Because if things continue the way they are, then it doesn't mean anything. And that's not like some indication that WWE is dying or anything of that nature. It's that... Everything stops with Vince McMahon. It's all up to him. No matter who the creative executive vice president of whatever the hell they're calling it is, it always stops and starts. Or it starts with any number of people, but it always stops with Vince McMahon. And that's why the wrestlers that I've spoken to, by the way, record time with responses in regards to this. There are sometimes these guys will message me a, a couple days afterwards, but uh, some of the guys and girls that have gotten back to me, I think they're in Asia right now, maybe. I don't know if they all are. This is unbelievable. So the thing is, Paul Heyman ran ECW up until 18 years ago. Eric Bischoff was removed from his role on, I think it was September 12th, 1999. So it's been almost 20 years since the first time he was fired. And it's funny, everybody was like, oh, AEW and TNT would love to have Eric Bischoff. I don't think that's the direction they wanted to go. But apparently Fox and uh, WWE were keen on the Bischoff idea. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to make it sound like uh, I don't believe that Eric Bischoff can do a good job because, man, like I said, I enjoy his his podcast. He has a lot of, of great business acumen and uh, insight. But, I mean, that's, that's the way that uh, – th- maybe that's the way that WWE thinks that he can really implement things because he wasn't a finished guy. He, he admitted that. 
Somebody in the live chat saying, three wrestlers? Not a huge sample size. Hey, homeboy, it's a lot bigger sample size than zero. I'm going to read off your comments. Do you think this uh, indicates Vince is getting ready to dip out? Nope, I sure don't. None of the wrestlers that I've spoken to thus far seem to think that. The Alliance won the invasion. Yeah, they sure did, didn't they? ECW and WCW have taken over WWE. That's that's. Oh, they'll be booking Tommy Dreamer in no time. You better believe it. He can't not get booked. Somebody said Vince Russo didn't get the call. I think he's burned some bridges, guys. Was this in retaliation to AEW in any way? I, it depends on what you mean. I don't think so. I mean... Is it in response to AEW and the prospect of competition? Sure, I'm sure it is. Is it in retaliation? No, I don't think so in retaliation. WWE will do a lot of petty retaliatory things that we will see over the few, next few years, as probably will AEW. But uh, I don't think it was retaliatory or anything. I just think it was in re- response to the prospect of real competition. Do you think this helps WWE in the long run, especially with the Fox deal coming up? I won't know until I see the content. I won't know until I talk to wrestlers who work with these guys. I won't know until really we get all that out there. And it's not out there right now. By the way, guys, cheap plug while you're here. Go over to our wrestling page. Slide down there. Click this resources section. You can get injury reports, contract expiration updates, the AEW roster, a 24-7 championship, all that neat stuff. Subscribe to Fightful Select. It's the most direct way to support us. You get a bunch of exclusive podcasts. You can ask me as many questions as you want uh, twice a month on the Q&A show. We've got a retro review show coming up every month. Somebody says, both of these guys like the risky, oversexed stuff, so Raw's about to get crazy with the storylines. SmackDown, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the case. Like I said, the buck still stops with Vince McMahon, and that's that's a point that's being reiterated to me by talent. And I still have messages pouring in, man. That's weird. Uh, yeah, and, you know, and a lot of people say, oh, what about Triple H? What about Triple H? That, there is a misconception that Triple H is unanimously popular within WWE 2. Is he more popular than the likes of Vince McMahon creatively? Yes, he is. But there are some people who feel a little disenfranchised by him and the perception that he takes care of all the NXT kids because that's not necessarily the case. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Rob Wilkins says, what the hell did Lambert and Hulbert do? Uh, yeah, we have a total extreme wrestling uh, series for Fightful Gaming where we have a Monday Night War from 1995. It's spilled onto the screen. It's it's really happening. <clears throat> this may be a stupid question, but what is the role of an executive director? Uh, the role is whatever WWE decides it is <laughs> over the next few weeks because they just created the positions. That's it. You think it will have any changes in the product as Vince will have final decision on everything? I think initially it will as everything. I mean, you have to remember <clears throat> a month ago, I think it was five weeks ago, WWE had this edict to make a big change to the third hour of Raw. And I spoke to a lot of people about it and they all like joked with me. They're like, oh, we're getting Raw. We're getting bare bones. We're getting back to Raw. They turned 
all the lights out. They, they blacked everything out. They said it was going to be a little more, bit more edgy and all that, and it didn't stick. Now they got this no wrestling during commercials gimmick going on that is not going to last long. Man. Carlos Diaz says, so Brother Love didn't get any love from Vince on this run. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if... Yeah, it's hard for me to really put this into words based on what I've heard. Uh, I thought Jim Cornette put it best. Nobody can understand what Vince McMahon is saying, so he got somebody who could, uh, who could decipher and disseminate it. And that's what... That's something that Bruce is very, very uh, good for. Do you think that this will make WWE watchable? I think there were a lot of things that can make WWE watchable. Uh, They had good shows last week, I thought. Not this week, but last week, I thought they had very, very good shows. And um, I think consistency is the most important thing to make WWE watchable. I think if they have a consistent program that makes sense, then a lot of other stuff will be forgiven. You don't necessarily have to have the best creative direction in the world. But if your show makes sense and winners eventually fight winners and interesting people fight interesting people, I don't think it's that hard. I don't think it's that hard. Now, let's say it's, hey, I've hardly, I've not exactly been a booker at the uh, highest levels of professional wrestling, my friends. So it seems uh, much easier to me, but it does seem like it would be (laughs) much easier than they make it. Brian Hall says, at this point, you might actually get Teddy Long to announce two out of three falls matches. That's the dream, right? Where's Bill Watts? Can we get him in here? Man. Anthony says, people underestimate how many WWE turned off for good regardless of what they'll do. Yeah, they've got to build new fans at this point. There there are a lot that they're never going to get back. WWE will hire Jim Cornette next. Just wait. Yeah, I doubt it. Do you think these three will clash creatively? Vince McMahon will clash creatively with anybody, sometimes just for the sake of doing it. At least that's the indication that I'm given. Do you think they will book people that are in the sidelight, like EC3, Mike Kanellis, and the women they need to improve? Mike Kanellis has had a good role on 205 Live. I'm not sure what uh, what that means. He's he's had a very good story and a good role on 205 Live. EC3, oh, I think if Paul Heyman gets a hold of him, then yeah. Yeah, sure, I do. Will this affect now or no? Uh, I don't know. I asked. I reached out, so... Also, hey, thank you for the new uh, Fightful Select signups. I just got the notifications as that happened. Again, guys, that is the most direct way to support what we do. Uh, every month, a retro review. Twice a month, a Q&A show, but we got three coming up in July. Every week, Warren Hayes reviews the 205 Live NXT, NXT UK show, which was a big one this week. I do the Fightful Backstage Report podcast where I update injuries, contracts, all that every single week uh, and give you backstage news. You get lots of early access to news straight to your inbox. And every weekend, Steven Jensen does the Weekender podcast. I'll also do bonus shows over there. So if you guys want to support what we do here, if you all want to help us pay our writers or fund trips to get interviews, uh, that is the best way to do it. 
Somebody says, 205 Live is on fire. You're missing out. Yeah, they, they've been having some good shows lately. This came out of left field. Yeah, it did. Will they mention it on TV when they need hot content? I'm sure they will. <laughs> if they go on TV and they have Michael Cole say, oh, we know the creative has been hit or miss lately, so we hired new guys. That that can't be the way they do it. Like I know a lot of people were upset about even them blaming Baron Corbin on TV for bad ratings because it was clearly not Baron Corbin's fault as quote-unquote GM. That was the only way they could do it. Vincent Mann could not come out there and say, oh, I've got bad creative vision because you should not say that within the context of a pro wrestling show. If you want to go on an after show, if you want to go on Talking Smack, which is a little bit more, you know, it's not necessarily all kayfabe, then you don't, you, you can go and say that everything within the walls of Raw and SmackDown should be on the show in character and not mention creative teams or writers or anything like that. Unless somebody wants to say that like somebody writes Ronda Rousey's material for her, that's fine. I mean, as long as it's not like, because <laughs> a lot of people have writers, comedians have writers, but I don't like the idea of saying, oh, we've got new creative directors or executive or whatever the hell their position is, executive directors on Raw and SmackDown. Don't know if that's a hot move. <clears throat> is this a legit role or will this be like Bischoff controlling Raw and Heyman controlling SmackDown? No, it's legit. I also did reach out about the wild card rule. I have not heard back. I reached out to WWE and their uh, PR team about this and... No word yet. <laughs> if Bischoff and Heyman are not on uh, screen characters like they were in 2005, then it's all for nothing. Though That is not true. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That is, no offense, man, but that's a ridiculous assessment. What we need for WWE is creative vision and solid direction. And like I said, consistency is important. Making sense of a show is important. It's integral. You have to have it. I, I've been told, uh, see, here's the thing. I've been beaten over the head with it by people like Road Dog and 
all these people that say wins and losses don't matter. Well, then what does in pro wrestling? If wins and losses don't matter, why am I watching it? I could just tune into the promos at some other point. And that's not that's not the case. And if 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 that were the case, if wins and losses don't matter, then why aren't the losing teams in the playoffs? If wins and losses don't matter, why doesn't somebody come in off of six, seven straight losses get signed by the UFC? Now, hey, in the UFC, sometimes people coming off of losses do get title shots. And I don't agree with that. Wins and losses do matter and should matter. Should it be like a straight statistical point? Hell no. But when you have your champ, multiple champions losing this week, you have Ricochet win the U.S. title, then immediately lose. You 50 50 your entire SmackDown tag division. And what I mean by that, guys, Daniel Bryan and Rowan, New Day, Heavy Machinery, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, all of them won and lost matches this week between Sunday and Tuesday. It's important. You have a good match. That's nice. But winning the match should be the most important thing. Why should that be the most important thing? Because you get rewarded for that financially with better matches, with bigger matches, with title matches. I see somebody saying it's about the match, not W's and L's. Yeah, you're goddamn right it's about W's and L's. Because that's why you have the matches within the scope of the story. Unless there's some other reason, that's why you have the matches. Is so that someone can win it. Is so that someone can lose it. So you can decide something. So stakes can change. Now, uh, I know that Eric Bischoff is big on stakes. And I'm not talking about Omaha stakes, my friend. Although I wish they were. Omaha stakes, please give me that money. But Eric Bischoff is big on making sure that there are stakes involved in a match. Now, Paul Heyman, I'm not as sure. I don't know where he necessarily stands on such a thing. But <laughs> I think, I, and there have been times where WWE has made it important. Now, you know what we don't need? You know, I, I have people that will pop up and not pay attention to the shows we do say, oh, nobody criticizes AEW. Well, to hell with it. We criticize the shot for a shot at a shot at a buy that's happening at Fighter Fest. Those are the stakes we don't need. That's convoluted. That's confusing. It's unnecessary. It's one extra step. It's one step to not take a step to, I don't know. It's, it's a bunch of stuff. I get it. But my God, you don't need stuff like that. Like, why, why weren't there any qualifying matches for the Royal Rumble or Money in the Bank or anything like that? You know what? I don't care if it's Roman Reigns versus Heath Slater. That's fine. Sometimes I'll watch a Roman Reigns versus Heath Slater match just to see Roman Reigns do a bunch of cool moves and look good before a title match. I'm okay with that, even without stakes. I'm also okay with that if that gets somebody into a Survivor Series match or if it gets somebody into Money in the Bank. It can be a foregone conclusion. That's fine. Foregone conclusions with stakes can be exciting too, especially if you pull a swerve. Now, I'm not calling for Heath Slater to beat Roman Reigns, (laughs) but sometimes you have upsets like that. That starts a feud. The person that costs whoever the match has a natural reason to feud with the other person. They have a reason for vengeance as opposed to, ah, well, I'm going to show up and attack them even though I haven't won a match in three months or I'm going to show up and interrupt them during a backstage segment 
And <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm going to get a US, or Intercontinental title shot, even though I haven't won a singles match since January, which is what's happening with Nakamura. As much as I'm going to like Samoa Joe and Kofi Kingston, as much as I'll like Nakamura versus Finn Balor, the people getting the title shots do not win. It does not make sense. And no stakes were added to them getting involved. That's what's important. And you create and craft interesting, creative storylines around them. You let for you let people's personalities shine through. Look, look at what Matt Hardy does on social media. Do you know how easy it would be for Matt Hardy to just go back to the broken shit and do that over and over again? Do you know how easy it would have been for Matt Hardy to just stay Hardy Boys Matt Hardy for a long time? Do you know how easy it would have been to stay V1? Do you know how easy it would have been to stay and play off the sympathies of his firing? Do you know how easy it would have been for him to play Big Money Matt for a long time or broken? But that's not what he did. He's going on social media. He's creating his own content. Look at what Zack Ryder did. Zack Ryder went out and got himself over big time. Big time with his uh, web show. Hell, at this point, I'm thinking you need to bring in Conrad Thompson as a talent scout because everybody he works with gets hired. You got Jim Ross, AEW. Tony Schiavone even got hired by MLW, for the love of God. Guy hadn't called wrestling in 15 years, got hired by MLW. Eric Bischoff, hired by WWE. Bruce Pritchard, hired by WWE. Conrad is the golden goose. Hey, and you know what? I, I want to say he deserves uh, deserves it, but that might be like like taking a shot because I don't know how, how much time these guys can dedicate to his show now. And he has some awesome shows. Conrad Thompson's show with uh, Eric Bischoff is just flat out one of my favorite podcasts ever. And the Bruce Pritchard one was before he had to dedicate his time elsewhere. The uh, Jim Ross show is very good. Check it out, guys. I can't say enough nice things about uh, Conrad Thompson shows. He puts in a lot of work there, and so do the people that work around them. And uh, yeah, I I th- I think that's great. It it's a really really good endorsement of Conrad Thompson too. Because I'll be honest with you, you have to wonder: Do Eric Bischoff and and Bruce Prichard have these roles without their shows with Conrad? And I know that's a crazy thing to say. That's a crazy thing to say a few years ago. It's not a crazy thing to say anymore. <laughs> it's amazing. Wild Boy, thank you for the super chat. Says, keep talking, get, bro. Make this shit feel good. This is my off day, guys. <laughs> but you guys are here for it, so I'm going to sit here and I'm going to keep answering questions. Wrestling in Color says, hey, how come you don't follow Booker T's promotion, Reality of Wrestling? Well, I'll ask you, why don't you follow Fightful? We posted several of the episodes. Uh, we've interviewed him about reality of wrestling. We have covered a lot of the shows from Texas City, the ladies' night out shows that he helped put together. I've interviewed some of his wrestlers. How about that one? But uh, yeah, we we post his episodes when he posts them. Thank you for the super chat forever. Blue chewing them Omaha steaks, brother. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I I wouldn't mind Omaha Steaks hitting me up, though. (laughs) 
The person who asked about reality wrestling says, guess you told me. Save these for the Q&A show. Let's keep these questions pertinent to what's going on here. The last one I'll answer from that's not related to uh, this story is, any chance of you doing a one-off show with Russo? Vince didn't want to work with us because we worked with David Bixenspan. Uh, if you guys subscribe to Fightful Select Tier 2, you can see clips from the filming I did with Vince last year. We've got like 20 clips of him talking about everything from like the headbangers to the big boss man to draws, like people like that. So make sure you guys check that out. Hit me up with questions about this Bischoff Heyman thing and uh, I'll answer those. But if you have other questions that are unrelated, uh, you can send those on Fightful Select. Uh, that's a subscriber feature, so I don't really want to bastardize that too much. Hop says, love that you're live for this. Fightful is definitely my go-to spot for wrestling news and info. Yeah, I won't be able to do the screen share before long because of Google's changes, but I'll still be here doing these live shows. Hey, do yourselves a favor. Follow Andrew Thompson, 80 Thompson underscore underscore, and follow Jeremy Lambert, Jeremy Lambert 88. They are a couple of our news writers. They are doing uh, interviews. They got all kinds of stuff. They interviewed Jungle Boy and Jimmy Havoc and uh, Medusa and all these people ahead of uh, a bunch of shows that we have. So they're not just news aggregators, guys. These guys are writing original stories, getting original interviews. I hired them for a reason. So please uh, give them a follow. Show them some love. Who do you think will have better ideas, Bischoff or Heyman? Heyman early on for sure. But here's the thing. I think that Heyman's have probably been pitched and put out there. And he probably knows the stuff that Vince McMahon isn't going to go for. And now this is just me spitballing, freestyling here. Just, just me going on my own. But Bischoff hasn't been shot down a bunch in recent years. I would imagine that Heyman's had a lot of really good ideas or maybe some bad ones. I don't know shot down over the last several years and kind of knows what Vince will go for, knows what Vince won't go for, and will maybe do that accordingly unless he's told that he's the genie and now the chains are off, the handcuffs are off, whatever those gold gimmicks around the genie and Aladdin's wrists were. Somebody says Raw will be TV 14 in 2020. No, I don't think so. Here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about the TV 14, TV PG thing. Those aren't hard and fast ratings. WWE decides what goes up. If they want to have somebody come out there and show their ass cheeks on a TV PG show, they're allowed to, and they don't face any any issues as it relates to the rating. The issues come from the advertisers. If an advertiser comes out and says, hey, we don't like that you showed your ass cheeks on this show, that's where the issue comes from. Uh, it, they can put whatever they want on TV 14. They can put Teletubbies out there. They, they, they aren't like beholden to any content. It's not like ESRB ratings or MPAA ratings where it's a board that gives it to you. You kind of decide it. Somebody says, executive director is not a writer. Well, hold up there, sir. Hold your horses. Uh, there's You don't know what that means yet. I don't know what that means yet. Executive directors of WWE television can mean a lot of things. It's a position they just created for these two. So I don't want to really jump into any assumptions 
after talking to a limited number of talent and not hearing back from WWE on the matter, like I, I, I don't want to be the person that assumes information onto something that, quite frankly, I don't know. Now, if if it is or isn't a writer, I mean, gosh, it's just we we need something a little bit different. And I know, hey, there are a lot of people who just really flat out love everything WWE does, and that's fine. You can love what you want and you can dislike what you want. But guys, I see the numbers. I see the traffic numbers. I see the, the viewership numbers. There's a lot of stock you can put into cord cutters and piracy and all that. You cannot put the amount in which they have dropped into that. And that's why we're seeing uh, seismic shifts within WWE. Any more feedback from wrestlers? Uh, Not right now. I try to not message too much while I'm live. What will happen with 83 weeks? Um, I don't know. I'll ask Conrad. I don't know that he'll give me an answer, but I'll try. Hopefully it continues. I love that show. I think it's fantastic. Somebody says, I remember when I was 10 and I liked wrestling. Well, you should go back to being 10 years old because nobody even liked you then. Hit the bricks, homeboy. Bischoff will bring back DOA 100%. Ugh. Ugh. How would that play into the Aralucha stuff? We sarcastically invested in Aralucha last year. Does this mean they'll be on the show? Uh, it was not said on in the press, or it was said in the news report that this is not meant to be a television role, and it doesn't need to be a television role. All due respect to Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff, but man, Eric Bischoff is like sixty, I think. I'm pretty sure he's sixty. Now, I I don't know. He's 64. So they're moving from a 73-year-old to a 64-year-old. And I don't know about you guys, but I didn't think Vince's vision was too hot nine years ago. Nine years ago, I thought was a dark period in pro wrestling. Man. So guys, uh, I'm running out of things to say, and I don't want to talk for the sake of talking. If any more news of this emerges, we'll see what we can do. I'll I'll answer a few more questions here. When can we see Heyman and Bischoff work? I mean, if they won't start from the next shows carrying all the stories. Haven't found out yet. I asked WWE. You think we see noticeable changes on Raw and SmackDown as soon as next week? Yeah, probably. Probably, but that's just my, my assumption. All right, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. It really helps out. If you're not subscribing, do so. We have hundreds of interviews. I have a new one coming up with Killer Cross. You guys are going to love it if you like the crossover of MMA and pro wrestling. Visit Fightful. Uh, Retweet our stories. That really helps. We don't have 20 years of SEO power behind us. Uh, We are a very small team doing very cool things. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it.